When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app, use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Big show for you today. Let's go. Braxton Jones in studio yes. with us. Yes, appreciate sir. you coming in, Braxton. Yes, of course. I appreciate you guys having me on the show for sure. Brave man uh, getting through the Friday traffic in Chicago, yeah, especially yeah. with the Kennedy the way it is right now. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, and it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, a struggle, it was for everybody. a struggle. I mean, it's not my uh, favorite, but uh, hey, we'll do it. We'll have a good time on the on the pod and um, you know talk ball. For yeah, sure. we'll make it worth it. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano with you today. Lawrence producing as awesome. always, and we're excited to have Braxton Jones with us today. I just want to ask this since we're so close to the NFL draft. This time last year, like early April, you had like no idea where the yeah. direction of your life was going. You had no idea which team was going to draft you. No idea that like a month into being on the team, they were just going to throw you at left tackle and practice yeah. uh, with the first team. And you ended up playing every damn snap the whole season. Yeah, I, I mean, be honest. Is there this time last year? Did you even like remotely think that was a possibility that you would play every snap in the NFL? Only guy on the team to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. I mean. You know, I just was – I took the same approach every day. I just wanted to be the best I could, honestly. Like, that's, you know, my thing is just, you know, getting 1% better every day. So the opportunity they gave me, um, you know, is great, and they let me seize the opportunity, and I, I did that. So um, – and I just, you know, I really thank them for just giving me a chance to kind of fill out my first season and, you know, give me the – you know, it was a little up and down, but um, – it's great, you know, experience, I think, just going against good rushers and, you know, just kind of going through those up and downs. And, you know, uh, that whole last year, I mean, it was tough. I mean, obviously, you know, we didn't have the season we wanted, but, you know, it, it was it was good, though. I think it really, like, um, made me grow up a little bit, you know. Um, and, and I think that was good for me mentally, physically. Um, and then just coming into the offseason, kind of knowing I, what I need and stuff like that. So it was, it was just – you know, a great time to, you know, just really understand how your first year goes and everything like that. But other than that, yeah. I'm, cool. I'm trying to remember it in the moment because people were saying uh, Braxton Jones might be their starter at left tackle like early. And I think I asked you, like, were you surprised that you got this opportunity? And I think at the time you said like a little bit, like that it, that it came as quick as it did. Yeah. And what do you remember about just the way things progressed early on where, oh, my God, I'm going to be the guy and this is going to be on my shoulders? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, coach, my coach always told me, he was like, you know, you're always going to get a chance. You're going to get a chance for sure to start. So um, there was nothing being hit or anything like that. It wasn't like it was some secret or anything. So, um, you know, I just – just listened to what he had to say and, you know, just went in every day and just kept on going. So, um, you know, as that week came along, San Francisco, I mean, it was the green light that I was starting and, you know, just from then on just kept on building um, and, and getting better every week. So, you know, 
It was it was fun though. We're talking about Chris Morgan, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Coach okay. Morgan, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I was making. Yep. I wasn't. Yeah. That, that's how it would logically be. It wouldn't come from flu. So yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah. I got it. I got it. Go Bra- ahead, Nick. Yeah, Braxton. What are you most proud of when you reflect back to your rookie season? Whether that's a moment, a play, a series, a game. What What are you most proud of when you kind of think back about your rookie season? Um, I think the biggest thing for me, honestly, is like the durability of the entire season. Like, um, that's always my thing, and like college like I didn't I didn't want to miss a snap like I just wanted to always like know that I'm there like I'm gonna be there no matter what trying my best to get on the field even if I'm injured or you know hurting that week like I'm doing my best to get on that field and you know um be able to play so I think that was like my biggest accomplishment was winning um like getting all my reps in for the entire season so um, and not missing a snap. So yeah. that's just huge for me personally. Like, that was a goal of mine. And just as a rookie doing it too, it's just, you know, I feel like it was big time. So I, I kind of hold on to that for sure. I mean, it's underrated, I think. The only person on the team that played every snap in every game was the rookie left tackles. That's 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 a hell of an accomplishment. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank when, you. when did you feel your – like, what was the toughest week trying to get yourself physically ready to play? Um, I really – it started like get real tough. I mean, when I was preparing for the Thursday night game, and that was my first time like having that quick of a turnaround in terms of a game. But I did have one other time back in at Southern Utah when we played like ASU. We played um, San Jose State on like a Saturday or like a not a Saturday, yeah, Saturday. But then we played ASU on the next Thursday, so I kind of had that feeling. But um, in the NFL, it's different and. That was kind of like my game for me. Like I was like, you know, wake up a little bit. And, you know, it was a tough <laughs> one, but um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's kind of when I like really felt it. But after that, I felt like a little progression too as well. And then towards the end of the season, I felt like just a little bit. I kind of looked a, a little tired out there, and that's probably because of um, you know the long season and not having those longer seasons, especially you know being from Southern Utah. Um, you know. It's, tough never really we're in the you know postseason like that that much but yeah um other than that yeah what what uh what was the difference like for you in and it'll probably continue to get more and more experience so you start seeing the same pass rushers all the time but like just in terms of the amount of detail that you guys go into at the nfl level of scouting you know your individual opponent and all, you know all the different moves because i I know you guys do that at the college level too, but it's kind of next level at the NFL, yeah. especially when you start seeing these teams twice a year with your your division, you start to get to used to your opponents more. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, there's a lot that goes to it, honestly. There's so much, and people, all different types of players, like take different approaches when it comes to that week in and week out. But, I mean, for me, I would just study every you know person a little bit differently. Um, anybody that's coming on the left side and the main rusher on the right side, like I, all the rushers I'm studying, you know, um, what's their favorite move? Like it's like all of that. So it's just, um, you know, you get to things like, oh, the their outside foot's back. Like they do this, that, and the other on that, you know, rush or something like that. So it's, I mean, it gets pretty detailed. Um, you know, it's just certain cues. Maybe you pick up pick up on their like communication and stuff like that but I mean at the end of the day like it just comes down to winning your one-on-ones and you know um sticking to what I know I mean that's like the biggest thing for me because I think um if I do what I do like I'll be you know solid obviously you know doing your studies and 
um, making sure you know on third down this is coming, this type of twists are coming, like having your P's and Q's good. But other than that, like at the end of the day, you just got to be man up and um, win your one-on-ones. When that third and nine comes and, you know, you know what's coming. Yeah. They're coming, you know, they're bringing everybody and they're doing the twist. Like that's that's just a gut check. So um, you can't really you know, have some particular idea that you're studying behind. Like that's just can you play ball at this point? Like can you go out there and just, you know, perform your job, what you were told to do. So, um, yeah, but th- like like I said, there, there's a lot of X's and O's, but there's actually a time, like, out there where, you know, like, you just got to play and strain, strain longer than the other person, too, and that's what a, a lot of it comes down to, for sure. Who talked the most in that uh, moment? I don't know, 39, I'm coming at you, like, I don't know, is Montez Sweat's yelling something before he's coming? <laughs> no, um, no, Montez Sweat wasn't, no, he wasn't really talking much or anything like that or – Nothing crazy. The one I remember vividly is the – it might have been a third down. I don't know. It might have been just a regular down, second and ten or something like that. But Brandon uh, Graham from the Eagles, it was like his first time in. And he goes – I think he said something like, um, you ready, 70? You ready to get this ass whooping? I was like, whoa. Like, I just didn't expect it. Because I'm not much of a talker. Like, yeah. you know, obviously we're just um, – for me it's like, you know, I'm trying to win more reps than you are. Like – I'm trying to be better longer than you are. So for me, it's just a mental game and then let your play talk for you. But, um, so who won that rep? I I did. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I I won the rep. I mean, he didn't get to Justin or anything or anything like that, but yeah, he came out talking crap. I was like, but I had heard from like other guys that, that like Brandon Graham's thing, like try and get, get in your head, but I just didn't even look at him. I didn't reply. I was like, I don't know what to say to you, man. You're a legend. So I'm going to just let you be, I'm do my job and get on to the next down. But yeah, it was, it was pretty cool going up against those guys for sure. Braxton, did you guys have like a friendly competition among the offensive linemen when it came to like getting pancakes or knockdowns and like kind of tracking that stuff throughout the season? Is that something that you guys do in that locker room? Does that even come up? Yeah. I mean, uh, for us, yeah, we, we did track them. Um, we tr- tracked like the pancakes or knockdowns that you'd get. So, yeah. Was there one in particular that stands out to you that you got this past season? Um, there's a lot of them. I mean, okay. uh, I, I like, uh, just out in space. I mean, it's uh, what I love just being out in space, but one particular on uh Monday night football against the Patriots, um, uh, the corner for the Patriots. I don't know. I, I think it was a McCordy or a, one of those guys. Okay. I don't want to name name call, but that was a good play. And uh, Khalil took the screen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And right up, and we scored a touchdown. So that was cool. I mean, that was just you know in in Foxborough um, Monday night football. Like I was like, wow, like this is the real thing, you know. So um, one of the, the, that's one of my favorite plays for sure. Just getting out in space and getting a little pancake. So Rex, do you ever hear like a corner say, Oh shit, there's an offensive lineman coming out here about to block me. I mean, they're always, yeah, they're always, I mean, in that moment, they're not saying much, but after they're like, you're like, you're cheating dude. And I, I, I I give them, I'll give them that because I mean, we're not, you know, that we're not allowed to cut them and they're not allowed to cut us anymore. But I mean, obviously when it comes to man, on my man, brute strength, like obviously we're going to get them out there, but it's fun. They, you know, be having fun with it, trying to get you and stuff like that. So it's cool, but yeah. So you mentioned that that's one of your favorite things to do, get out in space. So how oh, much yeah. how much do you love this running scheme that you guys put no, out there? I, yeah, I love it. I mean, I, I think it's great. Um, I have a great time with it. And I feel like it helps me, like, you know, um, find myself a little bit, too, in the offense. Just um, really 
um, how do I say this, like, cluing into, like, you know, what makes us going and stuff like that, like, getting out in space, like, it really makes me clue in, too, because it's like I'm always involved in, like, a pin pull or something like that, which is awesome. I love it. I love getting out in space and blocking for other guys, you know, all our playmakers and stuff. And so that's cool, yeah. Uh, Joseph in the chat called you Professor Pancake. Is that a name that you've ever heard before? <laughs> hey, I, I, I'll take it, but, I mean, I didn't adopt that or anything like that. That's all them. <laughs> what, uh, what what will you guys miss most about Dave, uh, not having Dave Montgomery in the room? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's just a, a good dude. I mean, he was always, you know, I was always talking to him about just uh, some of the rookie troubles, and he was always just looking out for me. I mean, more than just what he did on the field, just as a person, like, um, he's a great person, um, and just you know, anytime he could, you know, saying something to just you know give us a little bit motivation. You know, we need a first down, this, that, or that. Um, it was just good to have him in the locker room, and then on the field, we 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 know that like he's he's killing it. So um, I just hope him the best of luck over there in Detroit. But you know, it'll be tough seeing him on the other side. But I still wish him the best of luck for sure. Braxton, uh, the Duke's okay. checking in. I think we oh, got to We got a Duke. super chat from Duke. the Duke. This guy's here every day, Braxton. Okay. We call uh, him, he lives on Duke Island, Braxton. Dude. You should know. I mean, it's forty nine ninety nine. He's, he's <laughs> to ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, Braxton, you are a stud. We are behind you. We love you. This again coming from the Duke. However, Carm said he could beat you in a one on one pass rush don't, drill. Don't the Duke. I don't. <laughs> I don't believe him, and I think we should find out. Oh, Did you really say that, Carm? I, yeah, Carm. I don't. I don't believe I said that. Is that I, on After Dark? For, for the record. Duke, I and listen. The Bears have <laughs> Bears have a great locker room. Uh, I mean, just a lot of lot of places you can go. But when it, Braxton, you, you were first class all year long. Yeah, of and, course. And and we uh, all of us. It should be just noted that uh, it's not just coming down today. But you yeah. just you know you you treated everyone with respect, and it was just like oh this rookie's. Big time coming out of here out of Southern Utah. Yeah, so no, and sure. so I'm not challenging him, Duke. We're, we're, <laughs> no, I appreciate you, Duke. I, I appreciate that a lot. I mean, um. I just, you know, want to be a good person and, um, you know, play good ball and do things good for the city. So that's, you know, what I'm here. I'm just uh, trying to have a good time and win. I mean, that's that's the biggest reason I'm you know, trying to protect Justin and keep that left side on lockdown for sure. So, um, you know, hopefully here for a long time for sure. But thank, thanks, the Duke. I mean, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and uh, another one from – this is from Mark Gauthier. He's a fan from across the pond. He's 999. He says, Braxton Jones Fan Club – Easingwold, England is rooting for you. Have a Pro Bowl season at left tackle in 2023. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But, see, now that's my my next question is, where do we think is a larger town, Easingwold or Murray, Utah? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> what's, the size, what's the size of Mur Murray, Utah? Murray's 50,000. That's right outside Salt Lake. Yeah, I mean, that? it's a yeah, it's a good okay. size for sure. I, it's um, There's just a lot of little suburbs out there. So, I'll I mean, it feels, it to me, it's like all one big valley is <laughs> how I kind of see it, like, I mean, I can get to Salt Lake any part of the day within 15 minutes. So That's nice. It's all nice. Yeah, nice little area like this. So, but I guess why, why, what was the, so, so I mean, Salt Lake's a pretty big city, but right. what was the wildest thing? So, you're, you know, you go from high school ball to playing in Southern Utah. Right, yeah to this market with the, with the bears and we got oh, people yeah. checking in from overseas. Uh, have you got, have you understood how like far the bears reaches yet? Cause I mean, we have a, like a lot of our viewers every day are from England or Germany yeah, no, or Australia. Sure. I mean, bears fans are everywhere. Yeah. No, they're everywhere. Um, literally everywhere. And it's great. Cause, um, 
I remember the um, Jack, the kid that called out my name and uh, for the draft uh, when I got drafted. I mean, we, I, we still talk to this day. So oh, that's cool. He's that's over awesome. there in uh, UK, so or Europe, I believe. I'm bad with countries, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's over there. So I mean, they come from literally everywhere. And then just being in the market itself in Chicago, it's like it's crazy. Like you, people see you. Like I'm from Southern Utah. Like nobody cares about the left tackle at Southern Utah. I mean, they do, but like, let's be honest here. Like, um, they, it wasn't like this. Like people would see you, want to take pictures with you. I'm like downtown, and like people want to take pictures. It's just crazy because like I just never have had that, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, having that now, it's cool. I mean, I just, you know, anytime I can, I try and take a picture. Um, so just for the fans. And Wait, what's the percentage of people though, that just come up to you and just see you're like a big guy as an athlete? Do they actually know you? What percentage of people don't know um, you when I they're mean, asking for All the picture? people that come up to me really are really? just people that know me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not a, a extreme amount, but like it, it's a fair share amount of um, people when, you know, I'm downtown or something like or saying you know, Braxton, what's up? Like, and stuff like that, want to take a picture. But other than that, like, um, it's not like people saying, oh, how big you are. Because I feel like there's, you know, there's obviously, like, NBA players. There's not everybody's, you know, tall, but, like, there's a lot more yeah. tall people here than there is, like, somewhere in Utah. Because, like, when I'm in Utah, like, I, you know, I get it all out, the time. Like, like what do you play? Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially even out in, like, the suburbs, too, because, like, they – they're always asking too. I'll be in my, like an apartment complex. They'll be like, "You gotta play for the Bears." I'm like, "Yeah, I do," but it's cool though. I, I just, you know, you gotta love the love. I mean, just coming from a small school too. It's it's cool. It's awesome. And so, just any way I can show it back and you know support the fans. Um, and biggest way I can do that is doing my job. So, yeah. You uh, you and Justin. Had I think that bond started pretty early, at least if, judging by social media. At least you were out there putting out goats and stuff on, uh, on his Instagram. <laughs> I didn't even remember saying that, but I guess so. I guess so, man. I I don't even remember that, but yeah, yeah. It, what what do you appreciate most about QB one? Uh, I think him getting out uh, this last season, get me out of like sacks. I mean, he did it very, <laughs> very like a lot. Um, uh, I think there was one he turned into a touchdown. Um, but Bradley Chubb against the Dolphins, mm. he had me clearly. I thought he did. I, it looked like it ended up looking like I won the rep. But if Justin sits back there um, a touch longer, I mean, I'm not winning that rep. So he, he gets out, goes, and then just scores touchdown. I'm just running behind him. I mean, I every time I see him start going, I just take a dead sprint to wherever he's at. I mean, it's just awesome seeing him go and um, just going into year two, too. Like, for me, it'll be awesome just – seeing our development together as a whole team and everybody, Justin, um, all the uh, newcomers and stuff like that. It's just going to be awesome. We're going to have, you know, it's, it's going to be fun out there. Justin running, throwing a DJ more, all that stuff. It's going to be a good time. So um, it's always exciting watching, watching him do his thing. So, did you join the uh, the belly flops in the end zone uh, against the 49ers? I did. I, yeah. I, that's what I thought. I don't know if he's wearing – Lawrence is wearing the shirt today. Oh, but wow. We got to get yes. you one of those. Yeah, that, that is awesome right there. Yeah, yeah. our QB slide yeah. so shirt. I a, like I have a good thing for getting in Justin's way in the in the camera. I, oh, I don't mean to. Right. I do be getting in the way. I just am trying to hype him up literally. Like, But I be getting in the way. So I got to kind of watch myself this upcoming season and uh, stay out the way, make sure I can nah. let him. Hit the Dougie or something, you know, give him that, <laughs> give him that. Vibe See, but your job by definition is to stay between whatever's coming at Justin. Yeah, true. 
So that's exactly. where you should be. That's, a, that's why, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there. So <laughs> right in front, I'm making sure nobody's getting them for sure, yeah. Braxton, but. are there any, uh, I guess, cool stories about just not even on the field but off the field that you that stand out to you um, from this past season? Um, I mean, biggest thing is, like, um, just not really to, like, um, you know, go too deep into it. But I just asked him early on. I just asked him, like, the stuff he does to, like, you know, get extra work. And, uh, you know, people just coming from um, college, obviously he's a big name and stuff like that. And people can say, oh, you know, he doesn't do that, doesn't do this. But, you know, when I first got there, he taught me his way of just kind of how he goes about the day. And I was like, you know, that's that's a perfect way. And just, you know, he gets up early, you know, doing his thing. Um, and then is coming back to the facility late, later at night, you know, um, doing uh, things with uh, Mooney, I believe. They're always um, doing things together, just, you know, if that's going over the playbook extra and stuff like that. And so just him telling me that and the extra stuff he does and how he's trying to get better and be better, it was just cool to me and made me, like, you know, want to be better as well. And, and I started doing those things in terms of, like, the playbook. And obviously early on as a rookie, the playbook can be, a lot so just getting in extra work when I could and and stuff like that and learning that from him was cool so yeah when, when the when the quarterback does that like how much does that trickle down effect you almost can't avoid it then right no, whereas not at all. if yeah. you have a quarterback that doesn't really actually operate in that way I yeah. could see how that would end up same kind of effect but in the opposite way just yeah. the, the QB kind of has to set the standard right oh 100% I mean and he does for sure like I just see him getting extra work you're gonna want to get extra work and that's just simply how it is um um so it's it's a big correlation to just you know other guys you know being better too and then that makes him turn around and want to be better for us so it's just like an ongoing process and thing that you know give and take and and stuff like that so it's good for sure our uh, CHGO Bears offseason coverage, by the way, is brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at ComEd.com forward slash Powering Biz. And uh, this, great to have Braxton here. This, yeah, we got, we're playing more coming up here with Braxton. A lot of your questions will get answered. This Saturday, the action-packed UFC 287 fight card finishes with an epic rematch. Longtime rivals Alex Pereira and Israel Adesanya. Am I saying that right? Are you a UFC guy? Yes, I am. Okay, Braxton. Yes. Wow. See, All right. Yeah, we yeah. should have you do this read, not me. <laughs> no, no. Not I am me. not a I, UFC guy. I'm just... I just want to make sure I'm saying things correctly. Yeah. Uh, but they'll be facing off again for the middleweight title, and you can throw down for your shot to win big with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet just $5 on a pre-fight money line and get $150 in bonus bets if their fighter wins. Plus, all customers can get closer to the octagon excitement with DraftKings same-game parlays. Combine multiple UFC 287 bets into one uh, one for a, a shot at an even bigger payout. Download the app now. Use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on a pre fight money line and get $150 in bonus bets if their fighter wins this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And a reminder, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and business in the communities they serve. 
helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future, Adam Hogue. Yeah, ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Can you remind me how that works? Yes, an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Then within three to four weeks, That's customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Did you say comed.com slash poweringbiz? I did. Schedule it today. (laughs) All right. Moving on here with uh, Braxton Jones in studio and um, got a... Plenty of, I think we got that's, some viewer that's not questions. That's real Should, curry blasting. Hey, you want to do a couple? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no, I didn't even see. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. When we we d- don't think it is, but <laughs> it might be. We did have we the did real curry. curry the real curry, curry blasting game was on the show two weeks ago. Big, but the one in the comments we don't think is actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah man, we, we found out Car is a big candle guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Loves yeah. candles at his house. Yeah. Are you a, a candle few, guy? I have a few candles. Yeah. I mean, I, I like candles. Okay. I light them. I light them as I'm like playing the game or something. Just yeah, I have a few candles. Okay, what, I'm not what, like a huge scent? candle guy. What's your favorite scent? Oh, oh please say no the one. one has a please favorite scent. No, no. I don't know. Kari <laughs> I might don't know. Even know. <laughs> See, we recommended sandalwood to okay. Kari, and he okay. went out and bought one that night and put yeah. it on Twitter. Yeah, but Target took you, the recommendation. For the record, we just said that because we knew that was a flavor of a candle. It wasn't like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, 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 yeah. let's from... At least, well, yeah, uh, were they flavors? I know. Yeah, it's a... It's a scent. Flavor. Candles. Candles. No, What's yeah. the cheapest, biggest candle that I could buy? That's that's how I go about my business. I just I just go by the smell. Whatever you know smells good, I'll I'll yeah. grab and Can't go wrong. put it in the house. Okay. So I don't really know the names, <laughs> except the best. I mean, I think is mahogany is great. That's that's a good. That's one. always yeah. Oh, mahogany. oh rich mahogany. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Well, See, good. we got it out of a good mahogany. Yeah, good See, young Braxton busted out of mahogany. Out of <laughs> yeah, nowhere. that's. You got yeah. another. Do you want to do a couple supers? Let's do another super chat here. Yeah. All right. So Mark uh, Gautier checked back in. Uh, thank you, Mark. He says, looking forward to seeing you play in Munich against KC. Rumor, rumor. Uh, Bears fans travel, and it will be a home game atmosphere. Easing will just a little bigger than Oak Park River Forest High School population, okay. which that's uh, uh, what is that like four thousand? I think. It's, it's so big. it's really? small. Basically, it's oh, small. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So Murray, that's a, that's a small town. Bigger. That would be yeah. yeah, um, be, yeah. I don't know how much you've or you follow the schedule rumors that come out like that, but it has been talked about that that might be the one of the games this year is going to Germany. How do you feel about the idea of going overseas? The Bears played in London a few years ago before you were here, but uh, does that is that something that excites you, or is that like another uh, just like oh man, less sleep, more travel? How do you view all that? I mean, yeah, I mean, it excites me. I've never been out of the country, so uh, first of all, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I'd be very exciting if that, you know, goes through or however that's going. But, um, you know, the travel will be tough. I've, <laughs> I'm not a big traveler just in terms because I, I just like to, you know, spread out, be able to get good leg room, <laughs> and on some of those planes it can get a little, uh, you know, squeezed. But, I mean, when you're flying over 10 hours, you should have – 
you know, a good good amount of leg room and space. But that's a super exciting. I think it'll be a good environment. Um, um, played the Chiefs in the preseason, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so that, it'll be cool. I mean, yeah, it'll be a good environment for sure. How does that work on the plane, by the way? Just, I mean, O line here, D line there, long legs. Any, any, any preference or? I know, think prefer- it's more of like a vets age thing. Yeah. <laughs> how many years you've been in the league? For sure. Yeah, that's how it goes. The, yeah. You know, the, you're like me last week when I was going to Arizona at row 35. So you're. So, you're so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was at like middle back. Yeah, for sure. But there's still plenty of leg room. It was great. But yeah. Yeah, okay. I always appreciated Nor- Northwestern. Uh, they would put the seniors in first class, and the coaches would sit okay. behind the players. I don't know if that's how it rolls in the NFL, but you got a little seniority <laughs> hey, there. I've just, I just know I was a rookie, and I felt like I was in the right spot. Yeah, I should be in. So, you get yeah. up there. did you see the picture of the Flus at uh, where was that at? It's at the owners' meeting last owners week meetings. in Arizona. He was wearing this tight shirt. His the chest was all out. Did you see that picture? Dude, dude was looking ripped. He's jacked. Oh yeah, he, he no, he looks good for sure. I saw him yesterday. I was talking to him yesterday for sure. Yeah, he looked good for sure. Um, yeah, like the, he, the dude works yeah, out. It was, his chest, man, that's crazy. But I didn't even see that photo. Uh, yeah, we're right, we'll have to see pull that. it off. Yeah, to we might have to pull, pull that up. up. Pull it yeah. off. Where, but that? I mean, look, if you have the weight room that the uh, the Bears have, I don't care if you're a player or not. Like, if you're working yeah. in that building, you should be you're taking advantage jacked. of it. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, shoot. But you know, Brett, I mean, for you, like, you obviously look at what. What have you been doing this off season in terms of just getting prepared for this next season, getting stronger? What's kind of been your your yeah. plan so far? No, for sure. I mean. um I'm just really focusing on that lower body, um, uh, hamstrings, hips, all that stuff, just making sure you know, I'm in the right position. I'm putting myself in the right position for this upcoming year. But, uh, yeah, i was um, been training with um, Olin Krutz, uh over there, and that's been great, uh, phenomenal guy. And, um, you know, he's taught me so much. It's It's been an awesome experience over there with him and, um, just going in there every day. It's a good time, good environment. Um, just, you know, he's taught me a lot in, you know, terms of lifting and just really finding my hips and, and stuff like that. Some things that I didn't do well um, this past season in terms of, like, the bull rush and stuff like that. So just working on that. And um, these next couple of weeks before we get back into workouts, I'll just be with the uh, with the Bears and stuff, doing the same stuff. But, yeah. And I've also seen that you've been doing some Pilates with yeah, Tari yeah, Carter yeah, yeah, and Tevin yeah. Jenkins. Yeah. That is – that's tough. I mean, how is – have you done Pilates before? Uh, I think Tevin was big into it uh, during the season, but what's that been like for you? Yeah, no, Pilates, yeah, superior Pilates. Shout out to them. It's a great environment. Um, I love it there. But, um, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> uh, it, it was definitely eye-opening, too. Like, me and uh, JT, obviously one of my good buddies um, – Jatari for the Bears as well. We we first went there and like you thought you could lift your legs up, you know, and, <laughs> right. and keep them yeah. there. Um, as as an athlete that lifts, you know, plus five hundred pounds, benches, you know, plus four hundred pounds. You thought, you know, maybe I could keep my legs up in the, the legs, air for yeah. a little bit, but no, it's so hard. It, it, <laughs> I, I I love it though. Like it just feels like I'm doing something for sure. Like I'm getting something out of it every time I did, go in there, and the core is just phenomenal too. So did, did it's just so that? interesting because like you go into yoga and like 
you know, the, the 120 pound females like, it, it, rocking it. Yes. And then the, the body lifter, like, I like, you know, warrior two and all of a sudden the arms are dropping. It's yes. like, it's, 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 it's every time I'm like, can you do it first? Cause I just want to <laughs> see them do it. And it's just like easy. It's just like, oh, effortless. it's like effortless. I'm like, like, wow, I got, wish I could do that. I feel like I should do it, be able to do it, but I can't, but. Uh, it's wait, good in there. So our sure. chat has been going crazy about the off-season workouts. There was a yeah. guy writing in all caps every, like, minute asking the question. Ask him about his workouts. Uh, thank you, Buck. Uh, but D-Man Shy threw us five bucks and said, Hey, Braxton, are you trying to add weight or just strengthen your core and base? Looking forward to dominating next year, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. But, um, I mean, not a lot of weight. Um, nothing crazy. I mean, I'm sitting around right where I want to be, 312-ish, 313, but – um, yeah, I'm just really focusing on creating a better base. Um, that's what I said plenty of times, even when you guys would ask me, you know, what's going on, what's what's wrong, what wh- where do you see the problem is, and it's that base and just really understanding it, um, fighting through it. So, but yeah, other than that, yeah, that's the biggest thing for me is making sure those feet are in the ground and you know, taking on that board. Well, you know, on that topic. Uh, Corey Wooten, who used to play for the Bears, defensive end, and he, he now works with us here at CSGO, he was he was commenting a little – he really likes your game, and he was commenting a little bit during the season he, that you reminded him of David Bakhtiari. Okay, When yeah. Bakhtiari was a rookie, because uh, also a late-around pick, someone who you could kind of tell was like a little bit raw as a rookie and just right. needed to get that base and yeah. kind of that lower half strength going, and then obviously he turned into an all-pro. I mean, is that yeah. – do you kind of see that? No, I, I watch an incredible amount of Bakhtiari film. Um, that's uh, one of the main guys I always watch. I mean, uh, a little bit there, uh, it was hard to watch him because, I mean, he does have a different stance. It's a little bit uh, more elongated and has his left foot back. But, I mean, that doesn't really matter in terms of, like, um, like hand fighting and stuff like that. But, I mean, he has incredible technique. And you know, I definitely look up to him in terms of, you know, left tackles in the league, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I for sure see that and developing that base, but I feel like another thing too, and Bakhtiari did it for sure, is just like creating like his, his own like left tackle game too, like having his own style. So, um, and that just comes with like confidence, swagger, just kind of like having your own style. And that's kind of what I'm looking for too. Um, in terms of like my game, obviously there's, you know, the raw portions are just like, um, you know, one-on-one bull rush, obviously, that I've talked about. But, you know, just creating my own style and kind of having a little bit of, you know, swag to you and stuff like that. So that that always helps. Um, and then with that base, so. What, what would you say is the number one thing that, that Olin's taught you this offseason? Because so I've, I've had the uh, treat of – he, I coach high school football at Carmel, and he helps us out with the offensive okay, line yeah. there. So I've been able to watch him work with our offensive linemen, and I'm just – always mesmerized watching him coach those kids like how quickly he just picks up on these little yeah these little things and corrects it so fast I mean is that the same experience you have when you're working with him yeah 100% I mean it's just like um one of the biggest things is just like everything I do in there and just like it just when I was in there like all came to you know the realization that like everything I'm doing in there is going out to the field as well like I'm um, just in bench, like having my feet in the ground. Like, uh, how are you going to, you know, you're benching and you don't got your feet in the ground. And then you're going to try and go out there on the field without your feet in the ground. Like, that's the same thing. So, like, you know, just kind of 
make it seem like you're always on the field, even in the weight room too. So that's like one of the biggest things, you know, he's always talking about is just correlating to the field. Like, I mean, it's not anything that we're doing in the gym that's not going to go to the field. We shouldn't be doing technically. Right. So um, that's like the biggest thing with him. And then just really finding my, you know, hamstrings and hips. So that's um, been the big thing. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's been great over there. I've learned so much. So, yeah. So it's kind of uh, elephant in the room here that we haven't just talk, talked about <laughs> is that the Bears looking at all these tackles and and Poles uh, was super complimentary to you and said oh, you all just also got a ways to go to reach a ceiling and we're talking left tackle if they if at some point they came to say hey Braxton we, we want to try you at right tackle like how would you feel about that what would be the biggest challenge to do it would you, I, I'm assuming like everything that you've done as a rookie like hey I'd like to stay where I'm at oh yeah I mean for sure I mean I think you know. This offseason, you know, doing the things to come back and obviously play left tackle. Um, and, you know, I'm definitely trying to be the cornerstone left tackle for sure. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if they're coming to me telling me, you know, we might have to make a move to the right, I mean, I still have a job, right? So, at the end of the day, I can't be mad. I can't be uh, frustrated. I played right tackle. Um, and if I had to make that adjustment, I'd do it. I mean, that's a, that's a job. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to help you know, the team wins. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to do anything that, you know, says one and oh at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So I'm not a, you know, I'm not going to fight that or anything like that. But yeah, I want to be left tackle. Obviously, I've been working a lot of left tackle and I switch up to make sure I'm still on my P's and Q's on the right side, but for sure want to stay at left. But like I said, I'm a huge team player. I'll do anything for, you know, to us go out there and win at the end of the day. So, None of that really matters to me. Just kind of doing my job, doing what I know, and doing what I can every day to get one percent better. To show them that there is no need for that. And you know, if I, like I said, I won't be mad, but just got to go putting the work on the right side if I had to, and do the same thing. You know, is, but, that, is that a huge adjustment or no? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's not a uh, simple. It's not something that you know you could just say, hey. You know, 24 hours before a game, you got to play right tackle. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely going to – it's going to be rough. Like it's it's different. I mean, um, just especially when you spent some time on a certain side. So it's definitely different. But yeah. um, at the end of the day, you just got to do whatever it takes to win that rep. So um, – what, what is your experience at right tackle? Uh, so I played before – Left tackle at Southern Utah. I was playing uh, right tackle okay. um, for the fir my first two years. So, but I never really had much like in game experience in terms of uh, right tackle um, at Southern Utah. Like I played a, I think like two or three games towards like my end of my sophomore season. But that was it. And then well, once you got on the field, over, you went. Yeah, to you were on. But the I was left moved side. over to the left side, and that's kind of where I really started like my journey and stuff like that but even in high school so I spent in high school too I spent my first two years at right tackle but I didn't have much varsity time at right tackle either so um and then did a lot of the varsity time at left tackle so uh, it's just kind of been a transition and then obviously this last year played all left and um majority of uh, of left so I mean it's you know obviously it's a hard transition but you know I've done it before so it's really an incredible journey that you just outlined. You, yeah. you weren't, like, starting as a, you know, a freshman sophomore in high school. You weren't on the field early at Southern Utah. Correct. You, yeah. you get on late, and, and all right, into the NFL fifth-round draft, like, every single play. Yeah. That's no, amazing. For sure. I, man, the, even the last, like, few weeks, I've started to realize more and more, but, I mean, I still don't think it's fully, like, settled in, like, the accomplishments, but I'm just – 
you know, beyond excited, you know, for what's to come and, you know, keep building. Well, you, what you were some of the working. reasons for that? I mean, some guys are just late bloomers. They grow late. I mean, what, what was, when you look back on it, why do you think that it, it went the way it did with, you know, whether it's recruiting or whatever? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I, I talk about this a lot, but I just feel like um, coming from a small school did kind of help me. And um, once I got in, around a bunch of people with a ton of resources and, um, you know, a lot of help and just want to see, see you succeed. Like, um, my coach, coach Morgan, I mean, he's unbelievable. Just, you know, he just wants to see me get better every day and, and do things like that. So once you're around that environment, I feel like for me, it was just easy to just go like this. I mean, I just, you know, grabbed a little bit of everything and kind of took it with me and then put a little bit of hard work, effort into it, and that's kind of what I did. I mean, I don't mean to seem nonchalant about it, but, I mean, you know, some for some people that's hard to do, just kind of, you know, take what you got, go to work, and keep on going. But that's kind of what I did. I feel like, you know, just coming from a small school, you don't have a lot, you know. You don't have all those resources. And, first of all, I'm not playing against the best talent, you know, in the nation. Some of those, you know, some of those kids in Alabama, you know, Georgia, they're always playing. They're playing against, you know, first-round picks every down, every play. So and you rarely get some of those in the FCS. So now going against it, like, I feel like just barely scratching the surface for me because I'm just barely seeing, you know, the guys that <clears throat> I, you know, haven't been able to block all these years. So that, I, that's the reason why I feel like it's just, you know, easy to – keep on going like this, but obviously you got to put in the work and be dedicated, consistent and all that stuff, like all stuff like that. But other than that, yeah, I feel like it's just kind of coming from a small school, having a little chip on your back and riding that through for sure. Brex, and I recently spoke to uh, Brandon Thorne, who knows a good, you know, a thing or two about yeah, offensive sure. line play. And he commented to you about your run blocking, your play strength, but he also had some interesting comments about um, your pass blocking. I just want to know if there's any truth to these comments and how correctable they are. Uh, so he said, I think he drops uh, his outside foot too quickly. It creates short corners, gets beat around the edge too easily, opens up his hips and shoulders too quickly, and that leads him vulnerable to getting beat across his face or driven back into the quarterback. So with those comments, again, how much truth is there to maybe that? And, like, how correctable are some of those things that he's kind of yeah. watching on film? No, that um, – I mean, it's correct, correctable for sure, but, I mean, really when you're out there kind of playing with no base, that's kind of – what you resort to, um, not all the time, but I mean that's exactly what my coach was telling me. I'm on, you know, if there's a short edge, that's why you know I'm opening the gate, opening that left hip way too soon, and that's, that's ideally what I'm working on. You know, keeping, making sure I can trust my hips and trust myself, actually feel um, me in that position. So, um, but yeah, those things are kind of you know right spot on for sure. Um, I definitely need to work on all those things, and that's kind of what I would say for sure too. Um, creating short corners because I know I can get out there. I know I'm quick, but it's just kind of, um, you know, obviously the technique and repping it and understanding your rusher too. So that's a, lo- a lot of it goes into that. But, yeah, I mean, those those coaching points are, you know, right spot on exactly kind of what my coach was all telling me week in and week out for sure. Rex, you said you had to, like, feel your hips. Like, what what does that exactly mean? How do you how do you do that in the moment? What does that actually mean for, for you? I got it's, an idea. Yeah, it's, so, it's <laughs> so hard to explain. I mean, okay. it's, like, the slightest, like, a lot of, like, it's hard to do. Um, and just, you know, 
getting in that slightest position, it, it, it's hard to explain. I, okay. I don't know how to really, you know, put that into you words kinda have to for do you, it or, but you kind of yeah. just have to do it. Gotta yeah. Do it. But, it. um, I mean, just how important that is for me is like, I, before I'm just using everything else to try and, you know, um, you know, really, um, how do I say this block a 315 pound D, D lineman, you know, you're using your, like your spine, you're using your back instead of your hips, what, what you're actually supposed to be using. So, um, it's just like before, anytime I'm getting bull rush, I'm using my spine. I'm not using my hamstrings and hips where all my power is. And so mm, yeah. if I'm not using where my power is, I'm not going to get much power and I'm going to just get you know, walk straight back to the quarterback. So Makes sense, um, yeah. once once you kind of start to understand that and feel that open up and be able to, you know, let your mind sit into, like, your hips and hamstrings, um, if that makes sense, like, you'll, like, be able to, you know, feel your strength and actually use your power instead gotcha. of just using your, you know, lower back and Everything creating else, back yeah. problems and knee problems and all that stuff. So Sure. Love it. Uh just like I love, by the way, that CHGO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company. Let's get a cocktail after this one. There we go. Chicago's beer since 1988. The beer roster is lengthy. lengthy. We've got the Blackhawks Pale Ale. We've got the Goose Pub in the United Center that's been open for almost 10 years now. The Tap Room is a pregame destination for Hawks fans and uh, also for Bulls fans. Final home game on Sunday, unless a miracle happens. Let's go Bulls. Uh, come on out. You're somehow going to get into that playoffs, right? Get through that play-in tournament. Uh, the Bourbon County Stout, the Christmas IPA, the Beer Hug IPA Series, Green Line, Matilda, it's all there. Goose Island's two locations are open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room. That's 1800 West Fulton. Or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brewhouse, 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to Goose Island dot com slash locations goose island beer company after you check out goose island guy check out shady rays take on the sun with gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered with the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price shady rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we have worn here at chgo durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures i have my shady rays in my car really convenient i know i'm gonna get the job done protect my eyes and Look good wearing my Shady Rays. And what's awesome, if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send a brand new pair, no questions asked, wear Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to give you the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code CHGO for 50% off. Two or more polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shady Shady Rays are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. So uh, as we wrap up with Braxton, I, I just kind of want to go back and, and just understand your growing up period here. I mean, Utah's less than 2% African-American. You're just, you're in this Salt Lake City. I'm trying to imagine you're a big guy. You're, you're, you get noticed. What, what was the biggest challenges or what did you appreciate about it when, when you think about just uh, Murray, Utah and that part of your life? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, like you said, uh, there's not um, many Afri- African Americans in Utah, but I mean, it's it's not like it's you know decipit of of us, or I guess, or um, so to say. But it's just like you know, it's just a different vibe. I mean, there's uh, there's uh, you know a lot of Mormon families, I'd say. Um, but growing up was was cool. You just learn both sides of the stick, honestly. Um, and that's kind of how I was, even uh, 
at uh, Southern Utah there in Cedar City, like um, just kind of learning, learning new things, learning how people are um, and kind of how to, you know, act in, you know, in, in public and stuff. It's different for sure. But um, other than that, it's it's cool. I mean, there's nothing crazy about it or anything. Growing up's cool. Um, you know, the people are great out there. So it's a good time for sure. I looked up the top 10 things to do in Murray, Utah. This is before I knew that it was right outside of Salt Lake. So it's like, you know, whatever. It feels like a summer. Uh, I was looking at house prices too. A lot of nice houses in Murray, Utah. You were coming from the, the this was, it looks like a pretty nice town. But uh, the Nickel Mania Arcade is like top six. You ever go to Nickel Mania? I love Nickel Mania. <laughs> I love Nickel Mania. I mean... Um, anytime I can, when I'm back in town, I'll, you know, take my little brother there. So, I mean, that's a good place right there in town. I always used to go there when I was younger. So, um, yeah, if you're out in Murray, definitely take, you know, take a stop by Nickel Mania. It's a good time. They got all the old schools. We got Donkey Kong. Right they down. Down. Yeah, yeah, they do. Give me Miss Pac-Man all day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. It was Nickel Mania, massage places, gun places, and uh, the Arboretum apparently is beautiful. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Nickel It sounds like Nickel Mania Nickel Mania was my Nickel Mania. Okay. okay, there we go. All right, we're going to end this uh, by flying through some last Super Chats before okay, sure. uh, we, we get out of here and we all uh, try to survive the uh, outbound Kennedy now. Uh, <laughs> Jaden Rowley for 199 did you ever play against Fremont High School? Um, I don't think so. Maybe in like, um, you know, like when I was small, small, playing like Gremlins or something like that. But I don't think so in high school, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Uh, Corey, uh, five dollars in twenty twenty one. You played in Washington Grizzly Stadium against the Montana Grizzlies. How does that stadium noise compare to Soldier Field? I, that's. I mean, it's that seems hard to compare because it's. I mean, it's so much smaller because they're just like right on top of you. It's pretty loud. I mean, it gets pretty loud there. I don't think I could hear anything like at all. Um, but it's different too because I'm playing on offense in uh, you know Soldier Field, so it's I'm, right. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the holding team. We're not, you know they're not being that loud while we're playing. So, but in in Montana, I mean, I'd say it gets pretty loud. I could definitely compete for <laughs> I sure. Want to say College Game Day went there this year? Yeah, didn't they, they definitely did. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a cool. Atmosphere. I think it was. I want to was it South Dakota State and. It, Maybe it, I it, don't know. It might have been. It was. It was a huge, or it might have been Montana State versus Montana. I yeah, is that what it was? That's yeah. a, that's what I it is. I should have known that. Yeah, that's um, what it was too. But another one here. Is it D Pugs? D Pugs. Pugs. Four ninety nine. With his focus being on base, has he considered wrestling? There was that video you and Tyree going at it. Oh yeah, that was just a little hand fighting drill uh, to clear that up. Everybody was like, "Oh, he's playing right tackle," but I, I was literally just <laughs> giving him stands, a look. Yeah. Do I look like a terrible D lineman? Good, because I never want to play D line. I love O line, but um, yeah, I was just giving him a look, um, and my right foot happened to be back. So and everyone and they went started, crazy you know, everybody was going crazy. Thought I was on offense, but. Um, yeah, just I'm the one giving the look on that one, and JT's, uh, you know, taking on the pressure. But yeah, um, yeah. What do we got next? Uh, Ronetta, fifteen dollars. What's good, Brax? <laughs> Auntie just want to say bear down from all hashtag Bears Nation, LFG, and PS. Y'all can make me. Remy, call to, me Remy. Call me Remy. Clearing the confusion. Oh, so she Remy. wants to say Ronetta. Uh, 
Call her Remy. Got it. I'm following Remy. Remy, you, I, <laughs> you, you earned my follow with all your love for the show. So let's go, Remy. Yes, I appreciate it. She's going on Twitter so much. Yes, trying to clear that up yesterday? I may, that yes, I think else? so. I can't remember. I think that's correct. Okay. Uh, Aaron jumping in here, 499. Braxton equals the arguable goat. That's a term that, uh, that Carm <laughs> called. Joel, Mont- Joel Montana walked by us at the Super Bowl, and I just started yelling arguable goat because everyone says Brady, but let's give Joel yeah. a little bit of love for what he did. So I yelled <laughs> arguable goat. People enjoyed that moment in time. So here we go. I appreciate uh, it, man. Yeah. Carm says arguable loafer for the show being late today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good luck this no. year. Braxton, you the man, and Bears fans love you, fam. All right. Bars. Bars. Don't forget the bars. Bars. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Can't and wait for your next vacation. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, he was he was talking to us from Cancun, and he was oh really he, he was having, having a good few, time. Having <laughs> it was an all uh, it was an all inclusive situation. Yeah, that's I'm jealous. And we're uh, we're ending the show today then with Jonathan ten dollars. Congratulations to CHGO having Braxton on is amazing and a testament to all your hard work. Amazing brick by brick. We got a scene here. Thank brick you, Nick gets the biggest credit on that. Thank you. Uh, yes. Well, obviously Braxton, but uh, Nick set it up. So thanks. Good work, Moriano. Way to go, no, baby. No problem. Glad we made the three and a half. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming down in, in oh, traffic sure. today. We really appreciate it. Hope you had a good time. I know we enjoyed it. And your dudes who sat here and had an outstanding time watching the show, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, my, my agent. Yeah. And um, appreciate everybody watching today. Thank you so much. I know we switched things up this week uh, with the Friday show. Um, but I know we had a lot of fun, and um, hopefully we'll have more like this. We are just a couple – Weeks away from the draft, we want to make sure you know about our draft parties going on at Joe's Bar on Weed Street. It's our CHGO Bears draft party. Tickets on sale now April 27th and 28th. Premium drink package included in those tickets. Make sure you go to allchgo.com. We hope to see you there. Should be a fun couple nights as the Bears add to their roster. Always an exciting time of year. We don't need a left tackle. Get the running back. (laughs) (laughs) Get the receiver. That's just I, that was my opinion before you came in. <laughs> I here, so appreciate just, it. Just I for, appreciate for the real. <laughs> so um, and uh, make sure you also for all our diehards, we have our draft board up at allchgo.com slash diehard. We're out of here. Hopefully everybody enjoys their weekend. Weather's looking pretty nice. I hope so. Cross your fingers. I'll be at and- the Cub game tomorrow. If anyone wants to say hi. Oh, first yeah. person who says hi gets a beer. Oh, Curse no. to me. <laughs> okay. And special uh, guest, special guest of the Cubs game, maybe. Oh, really? Oh, oh, really? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll oh. see. Are you throwing out the first no. pitch? Oh, <laughs> are you? Yeah. Oh. oh. Well, I saw Travis. Travis threw out the first pitch at the White Sox yeah, game yesterday, yeah. I believe. Um, oh, have awesome. you ever done that before? I have not. Have you been okay. to I have because we did the okay. like a little team. Bonding thing, so. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay. How are you well, feeling about awesome. that, Braxton? You feeling? Yeah. You ever thrown uh, off a mound? I, I used to pitch back like when I was small. Um, I wasn't very good at it, <laughs> but um, you know, I was out there giving my best. But um, hopefully, I can do a little bit better than. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I say throw as hard as you can and airmail it and throw it to the backstop. No, no, that's what I was gonna tell him the opposite oh. to do. Okay. I, I, I got to do this one time in the White Sox game. It was the scariest thing I think I've ever done in my life because <laughs> I put so much pressure on myself not to screw it up but all I would say is just just throw a strike don't worry about how hard you throw it that's the most important <laughs> thing sure. just enough. get in there just to the throw glove. a strike <laughs> okay a ball just get it to the mid on the fly don't bounce it that's don't, all don't okay. it. That's, okay. that's what Ricky Renteria told me don't, don't bounce it that's fine all right well good luck with that tomorrow uh we'll we'll be I'm sure all the Cubs fans out there will enjoy it we're out of here everybody enjoy their weekend we're back Monday at noon we will talk to you then